0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. A lot of people don't realize what's really going on. They view life as a bunch of unconnected incidents and things. They don't realize that there's this, like, lattice of coincidence that lays on top of everything. My master plan, do what you have to so you can do what you want.
1: Uh, those are hot dogs, right?
0: Smart. Mr. Bunker! eat the chili (laughs) but you like that right because you're a caveman
2: what does Wubba 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 mean guys
3: there's nothing but a robot covered in makeup talks a lot of nonsense i'll make it very clear you slip me the cash and i'll slip you the wiener
0: but i don't have any cash then i don't have a wiener
4: oh man such a great line Again, that is the contest put together by Skiznot. Sent that over. If you can name every clip from that, we've talked about it. We can't even name them all, but Skiznot knows what they are, and he sent me over some paperwork stuff that might help. But if you can name every clip on that, email it in to us with your answer and your address, we will send you a fabulous prize. Casey's a slide whistle. (laughs) Oh, God, no. If we gave him a slide whistle, it would be a new one. No, I'll tell you what we're sending him. We're going to send them a Hot Wheel. Not one of these ones. We're going to send them a Hot Wheel of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van. And it's pretty badass. Yours, right? Yeah, I have a couple of them, too. So I'll give, we'll give send them one. I only got one, though. I know. Me and Stu both have it because it's cool. This is a prize worth lots of money, at least like five bucks. So, But it's pretty cool. And if you want, we'll autograph it. And if you don't, we won't. Because it won't be worth shit if we autograph. You won't even be able to sell that it shit. It definitely won't it'll be worth it. It'll devalue the damn hot wheel <laughs> and everything. <laughs> yeah, So you don't really want to do that. But uh, if you want to, we will. I mean, That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys think you know what the answer to those those are, just uh, send them our way we'll tell you if you're right or not. I don't know if you are. I don't, like I said, I don't really know them all. Uh, so if you joined us for the last episode, you will know we are doing movie theme songs and these guys are competing through cash and prizes that they will never receive because I don't have any cash or prizes. Lame. I know. I am pretty lame. Last time we did the 80s music, this time we're going to be doing the 90s music. When we last, (laughs) (laughs) these guys are killing me. (laughs) Stu and and Uh, Noah have been going at it all night. Stu just threw a potato chip (laughs) (laughs) chip at Noah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: you should steal his masturbation candle. <laughs> yeah, still no, go, no, no, no. go, go go in there that. and be like,
4: where'd to go? No, no." It, it ran out. <laughs> is that is that why you've been sleeping out. better the last few nights? <laughs> I've been getting at least three more minutes of sleep a night. <laughs> two <and a> <laughs> when last we left you guys stewie was in the lead by quite a heavy margin uh four five six seven eight nine points for stew four points for kevin six points for spank dog and two points for noah body by the way welcome to the big state podcast i'm jason emmett
0: i'm stewie
3: d i'm KC masterpiece
0: Pim, Daddy Spag Dog.
4: And Noah Body.
3: <laughs> Yay! Yeah, He used
1: it! He said his own name. Mr. Body. Thank I, you, I think Matt.
4: He, I think he, <laughs> he kind of hates me for call, calling him Noah Body, but Matt apparently really likes it. He actually, he uh, hates Matt, and he's never even met the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess
0: he's
1: better than Noah's Ark. Oh, See? Uh, Fuck off, Stewie.
4: Whatever. Yes! Jesus. Fuck off!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fuck off! Fuck off! He didn't even <laughs> catch it. Did you not hear me? No. Wow. He said, "Fuck off, Stewie." Yeah. And Noah said, "Fuck off." That's his birthday present. He was allowed <laughs> to say "fuck <laughs> you" to you. Uh, well, now that he's an <laughs> adult, <laughs> so. he was allowed to drop an <laughs> f-bomb around his father <laughs> one time. <laughs> As oh no! John. For you, but for him, he's eighteen. Once now. he's, a, but he's not eighteen yet. So it was an early present. Still, he's <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> when does this come out? I'll be eighteen. That's right. By the time this comes out, out, by the time this episode rolls out, he will be officially old an enough adult? for us to punch in the face. because uh, <laughs> what he says. Legal to touch. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. I should have clipped that, but I didn't. <laughs> uh. Stewie's <laughs> so like, hey, no, what's up? You coming next week? He's like, hey, no, what's up? What's <laughs> up? How you doing? <laughs> so, you're what's going now? on? You're legal to touch, and I bought a new candle. <laughs> 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 it's lavender. <laughs> what was your candle? What scent was your
1: Earl Grey tea?
4: You want to <laughs> you want to know what's frightening? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's frightening? Is he just like we call it his masturbation candle? There really was a candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I. I I Did you shoot it out? Or you just <laughs> from
3: across, <laughs> from across <laughs> he's like, eh, eh, and fire!
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some skill involved. There. <laughs> I mean, I'm good, but damn, <laughs> I'm not that good. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's funny because we were, as I mentioned, we're doing two episodes now, but for us, it's not. And so, what you always get is this kind of humor at the end, usually, but. Since this is the second episode, you're just gonna, might get it throughout. I don't know, yeah. uh, but like it's we, just a continuation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like we talked about last time, um, this is the '90s episode, and if you didn't catch the last episode, which was the '80s episode, we are doing music challenges. These are this one's going to be a little harder. I think that's what she said. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was just waiting for. That's what she said. Waiting (laughs) for that one, too. (laughs) See, that's why I can't clip anything dumb I say. You guys just comment on it right on the show. (laughs) It's a little different. Um, Usually it's Stewie saying it, not me. Yeah, I mean, Stewie says dumb stuff all the time, like... The royal penis is clean, Your Highness. And he also says... says oh, shit. Yeah. Stroke mouth! <laughs> <laughs> so this
0: is stuff
1: you do. A stroke occurs
0: when there is a lack of yes, blood... Yes, it to is. A portion we just had this conversation. Depending <laughs> on which area of the brain is affected... Yeah, I was all excited because <laughs> I made
4: it through the last episode without having a damn stroke <laughs> mouth. I didn't make it through five minutes of this one. <laughs> Stew also says stuff like... Where'd my penis this? go? But then again, Spanky says stuff like Them gays just love me <laughs> With an accent Yeah Do you know why he said it with an accent? Because he was pretending to be Dolly Parton He was yep. pretending to be Dolly Parton Yes That's why he, That was his Dolly Parton impression <laughs> Them gays just love, love me, me. Uh, I hate it here <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep coming? Leave I, I need for punishment <laughs> Oh <laughs> I gave myself a that's what she said Because I said why do you keep coming That's what she said Somebody say something funny See if we can make Stu spit tea out of his mouth Or come out of his nose That'd be even funnier Apparently he's not a spitter (laughs) Nope, swallow (laughs) He does Wish
1: I want not
4: Oh god (laughs) And we're back to the Swiss roll conversation (laughs) (laughs) Go back to last week if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, So I'll tell you guys the way the rules work, in case you missed it from the last episode. I will play a clip from a song. The first person to yell, got it, will be the first person to get the guess. They get one point for naming the song, one point for naming the movie, and two points for naming the singer. And it's going to be a lot harder to name the singer in this episode, I promise you that, on most of these. If they can get a portion of it but can't get the rest of it, somebody can steal and if nobody can get it, I will give a clue. If they get it based off, you know, we just we deduct points as it goes along. You'll, you'll figure that part out. Uh, so this week we're going to be doing 90 songs, and then there's going to be a lightning round at the end where points are worth more than they are. I don't remember how many. I, I, I'll tell you when we get there. All right. So you can, you know, steal shit back. You never know. But right now, Stewie is winning. But we're going to be, and uh, the lightning round will have a little bit of both. Um, There will be some 80s and some 90s in there. There will be a few trick ones in here, so watch yourselves because, you know, I'm not always the (laughs) nicest guy. Sometimes I'm really, really mean. I'm a bad boy. Not really. So does everybody understand the rules, and does everybody understand what's going on? Yep. Cool. Then let's get started, shall we? This is your first 90s tune, and here we go. Got it. Got
1: it. Cap said it first. And know this one. So
2: Got it. There used to be a great figure when I
3: alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drum that's high nice
2: enough. Did you know that when it snows, my
1: eyes become alive, and the light that you shine can't be seen? True fact. Story! I I compare you to a... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: All right, Kev, name the song, the singer, and the movie, and I will want you to be specific.
3: Kiss from the Rose. Yes. Seal. Yes. And Batman Forever.
4: Yes! Kevin comes on to the board, and I have to wipe it off now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm spent. Uh. Dude. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Kevin gets four points there, and we're going to tell you a little interesting something about this. I will give an automatic six points to anybody who can tell me what movie this was from first, because it wasn't in this movie first. I didn't know this shit. That's why I know nobody's going to get six points. You're never even going to guess, because I didn't even know this was a movie. Certainly, <sighs> me, man. This is a trick question. I, like I said, I will give automatic points to anyone that can say it, but nobody can, because originally, this was used for the m- film The NeverEnding Story Part 3. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't even know that was a real thing. There's a three? Yeah, there I, was, a, I part knew there three. was a, a part two and three. Oh yep. I knew there was a second They one. don't exist in my world. Uh, part two is not good, so I really didn't know there was part, two's part not three. not good at all. No, nope. and the first one I love. Uh, this is a song from Seal's second uh, album. The song was first released as a single in July 1994 and included in the film The Neverending Story 3 that same year. What's that, you say? You never heard of the film? Well, neither had I. The Neverending Story 3 Return to Fantasia is a 1994 German American film. It is the third and final film in the franchise. It stars Jason James Richter. Who was in what movie? What movie? Anyone? Hold movie. me like the river Jordan. He was in Free Willy. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Free Willy. Starring Jason James Richter and as Bastian Balthazar. Hold on. Are you ready for this? And Jack Black in an early role as the school bully Slip. This film primarily used the characters from uh, Michael Endy's novel The NeverEnding Story from 1979 but introduced a new storyline. It was an international... Co-production between uh, U.S. and Germany. Uh, the special creature effects were actually still done by Jim Henson, but we're not talking about that because this film, most of or this mo- song, most of us know from the movie uh, Batman Forever, which came out in 1995, uh, helping it to top the charts in the United States and Australia. It also reached the top ten in several other countries. "Kiss from a Rose" was written in 1987 several years prior to the release of Seal's uh, debut album from 1991. After writing the song, Seal felt embarrassed by it and threw the tape in the corner. He did not present it to producer Trevor Horn until the recording session for Seal 2. In 2015, Seal said of the song, "'To be honest, I was never really that proud of it, though I like what Trevor did with the recording. He turned that tape from my corner into another 8 million (laughs) record sales,' And my name became a household name. Uh, It was the second single taken from Batman Forever uh, and topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for one week in August of 1985. And amusingly enough, was nominated for the MTV Movie Award for Best Song from a Movie in 1996. I find that amusing since it had already been in another movie. Uh, And it all came because... Joel Schumacher knew the song, knew of the song and asked Seal if he could use it for the love scene of Batman Forever. This also means two versions of a music video do in fact exist for this song because he recorded it and then it was they asked if they could use it for Batman and that's what everybody I thought it was actually made for that movie. Yeah. Cuz isn't the line there is a great tower Alone on the Sea or something like that. Yeah. And there's, in Batman Forever, there's a big tower out in the water. I just thought that was like, because the lyrics are nonsense. I love the song. Everybody loves the song, but it doesn't make any damn sense. When it Did you know that when it snows, my eyes become wide, eye large in the light that you shine? I don't fucking know what he's talking about, but I can compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. I didn't know rose give kisses. <coughs> on the gray. Sounds coked out. <laughs> it's a 12. Yeah. I don't it's think. In the 90s, there was a yeah. lot of drugs. <sighs> Here we go. This one's going to be a fight. You can see it coming. I, I have a feeling it's going to be Stu, but we'll see. You ready? Ready? Ready?
2: I got it. Got it. Got it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
2: wanted man. I'm a in your stable. I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> Me if
0: me you can. Thought I clipped it there too.
4: Take what oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna stop it there before yeah. I, I <laughs> say it twenty times. Alright, Stu.
1: John Bon Jovi.
4: Nice. Blaze of Glory. Yes. Young Guns too. I would have fought you. But you got it right.
1: What John Bon Jovi? Yes. Yeah, Bon Jovi's the band because this was not this was the band.
4: This was John mm-hmm. Bon Jovi. Uh, Blaze of Glory, Young Guns from Young Guns Two by Bon John Bon Jovi, nineteen ninety, uh, the debut solo single for John Bon Jovi, which which reached number one on the Billboard Hot One Hundred and the mainstream rock chart in nineteen ninety. His only chart topper away from his band Bon Jovi. The song also reached number one on the Billboard album Rock Tracks chart. Allegedly recorded by John Bon Jovi because Emilio Estevez requested the song Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah,
1: because it was uh, not. It uh, actually says something about Steel Horses. So, ride.
4: yeah, Bon Jovi uh, came out and basically said, you know, that song is about touring and like a long nights on Riding the road. Riding on a motorcycle. And he's like. It doesn't really fit the theme of the movie, so how about I write you a song for the movie instead, which he then did. Uh, He gave us Blaze of Glory, thank God, because it's a fantastic song. I love Wanted Dead or Alive, but I love Blaze of Glory, and every time I hear it, I want to freaking watch the Young Guns movies every freaking time. Uh, The song remains a crowd favorite with Bon Jovi, despite the fact that the song was not released as one of their singles. And uh, only by John Bon Jovi. Uh, the track is notable for the performance of Jeff Beck on guitar. So there you go. Stu is... He's killing it yeah. You know, he's doing pretty good. I mean, he's like got all kinds of numbers on here. I just, just started just writing whatever I felt like at this point because I don't even know. Alright, here we go. I know there's going to be some people jumping on the song and... The artist, but let's see if you can tell me what movie this gem right here is from. I think Kev had had that. It was real, it was hard. Yeah, it was.
0: I mean, I know it, but. Even (laughs) Ezekiel or Mumama thinks
3: do you know like the movie too? Oh, do
4: so you know the movie? Yep. So remember earlier, I w- I went to talk about somebody, and then I said, "Oh shit, I I don't want to talk about. that. I don't want to put this person in your mind. This is who I was going to talk about." Do you know what this is? All
3: right. uh, Gangster's Paradise. What? Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. Uh, Coolio Yes uh, From the soundtrack Dangerous Minds Yes Yay Starring yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer
1: Yes Actually, actually he, he, uh, he got it wrong uh, I was going to say it wrong So What were you going to say? What? I mean I was thinking of the movie He was going to say I was going to say Criminal Minds Oh That's oh. a TV show No but yeah th- I was thinking Dangerous Minds Yeah I,
4: I could see think. that I could see you doing that um, Yes So earlier tonight we were talking about uh, rap artist, and I was going to say, you know who I've always liked a whole bunch that I don't think gets enough attention anymore is Coolio. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to put him in anybody's.
1: He's also the ads. only one that really got did a sh- shitty with Weird Al.
4: Did a lot. Well, we'll talk about that. But did a lot of stuff for Nickelodeon, including the Keenan and Kel Show theme song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he did a lot on Nickelodeon. It was kind of a cool Leo thing. <laughs> Uh, A song by American rapper Coolio featuring singer LV. The song was released on Coolio's album of the same name as well as the soundtrack for the 1995 film Dangerous Minds. It samples the chorus and instrumentation and includes some of the lyrics which, uh, with altered meanings of... What famous person?
3: Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. no, 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 no.
4: What song do they sample? Oh, Stevie Wonder. Yes, what song? Um... Paradise Paradise. should be your hint.
3: Yeah. um, Something Paradise. Pastime Paradise from 1976.
4: The song was listed at number 85 on Billboard's Greatest Songs of All Time and was the number one biggest selling single of 1995 on the U.S. Billboard because it's a really good fucking song. Um, The song has sold over 5 million copies in the United States, United Kingdom, and Germany alone. Due to the sampling of Stevie Wonder's music, Gangsta's Paradise is one of the few Coolio tracks that does not contain any profanity. As Wonder didn't appreciate his song being paired with profanity, profanity, so Coolio said, I had a few vulgarities, and he wasn't with that, so I changed it. Uh, Once he heard it, Stevie Wonder thought it was incredible. Uh, The music video for the song was directed by Antoine Fugua and featured Michelle Pfeiffer in the video reprising her earlier role in Dangerous Minds. Initially, Coolio was concerned with the video's treatment stating, I wanted some lowriders and some shit in it. I was trying to, t- I just love that. I wanted some lowriders and some shit in it. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to take it hood. Despite this, he trusted Fugua and was ultimately pleased with the final result which it's probably good that he was because he won Best Rap Video at the MTV Music Video Awards in 1996. He said in a press conferen- conference, though, that he felt Bone, Thugs, and Harmony should have won for uh, for the Crossroads. Mm. I actually really like Coolio. Like, as a person, he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it is kind of neat that he, he, he won an award, but in his opinion, he didn't deserve it. He thinks Bone, which... I can't argue. Pretty humble. Um, As we all know, the song was also uh, caused a falling out between Coolio and Weird Al because Al got permission from Coolio's label to do Amish Paradise. But not from Coolio. But he was not aware that Coolio did not know. Um, There's a whole thing where I guess Coolio was threatening him and Al got real scared because it was like they were in a live thing together. Anyway. Um, Al apologized, and from that point on, has now went directly to the artist and not their label. Mm. And Coolio actually came out and apologized for his reaction to Weird Al, and now the two are actually friends. So I think that's and then they cool. had cake. You know, they, that they just, fried, yeah, probably vegetarian. Cake Did they go the distance? Weirdos. They went for speed. He's all alone, all, all alone. alone, and it's. <laughs> 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 She's going for distance. Oh, they're 90s. We could totally do a cake episode.
1: Everyone loves cake. We could
4: eat cake while we talk about the band cake. Mm. I think we should totally do that. We'll be like, anyway. <laughs> then I did. I like a girl in a short skirt. Okay,
3: you pass a gerb chocolate
4: in a long <laughs> jacket. <laughs> oh. Kev is taking up the rear. <laughs> Again. Uh, but he is in second place now. This is a gimme. This is a gimme. So I'm I'm just waiting. I'm listening really closely. Ready?
1: I got it. Got uh, it. Uh,
2: Damn it. You <laughs> I had a stroke for
1: a second there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I hope you have on you.
4: And it was probably this song that made and you I talk about Dolly Parton on the one episode. Yeah.
2: And happiness But I'm above all I wish I you Love know.
4: it off right before that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. I like the little the, th- the thing is, is the way, if you would have just closed your eyes when you did that, he wouldn't have moved. He'd have just thought you fell asleep. But you fucked up there because you were kind of going like this. If you'd have just been like, nobody would have known and you'd have got
1: Show the fucking <laughs> slivers will wrap your <laughs> vagina. <laughs>
3: Uh, hey, you know that uh, foot-long sub? I used that as a fleshlight before I gave
4: it to you. Yeah, Ew. <laughs> yeah. Was it tuna? Uh, was it tuna? Uh, no. no. Okay, because that would have been really weird. Cheese steak. If it had been a tuna It had some tuna sub. sauce on it, though. Yeah, and it I, th- It's <laughs>
1: funny. I'm, I didn't ask for mayonnaise, but there was some on there.
4: Oh, that's gross. I would like the mayonnaise. <laughs> there's a throwback. There's, there's there a real throwback. Go. Yeah, bringing it back <laughs> to the obscure 80s <laughs> days. I would like
3: the mayonnaise. All right. All right. I will always love you. Yes. Whitney Houston.
4: Yes. For the bodyguard. Yes, Kev. Yes, queen. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Two-step
0: uh, flip Z-Formation. <laughs>
4: God, they were so good. <laughs> we're going to do a whole le- We, we we've, we've, been we've been debating we're gonna
3: a, do a uh, Living Color. We've been talking, versus. should
4: we do a, a Versus episode, Living Color versus Saturday Night Live. But we'll, we'll keep like it to the 90s, the 90s yeah. Saturday Night Live, not all Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Just ninety Saturday Night Live versus, because we need to start doing some of the Versus episodes where we, we each take kind of a side and we argue the point. doesn't mean that you actually believe it. It's just you're supposed to try to win my argument. You know. uh, but they were so. Yeah, they were. Oh my gosh, no, the men on segments. My two favorite, of course, were men on film and men on football. <laughs> when they yeah. did the halftime, that Super Bowl special. Oh my Apple's god, hilarious. I was dying. He's like, he's like, he's like. So who's the who's playing in the Super Bowl this year? Well, it's the Washington Redskins versus the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, it's like playing Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Next year, I hope it's between the Oilers and the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And they can't keep a straight face. No. They're laughing their asses off the whole time. He's like, I'm going to teach you how to play football. I'm going to bend over, and then you take the little blue ball and run I with like it. like this game Won't that, already. <laughs> Won't that hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> take the league. But we don't have a ball. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, I was just looking at me like, what the fuck? You got to watch uh, In Living yeah, Color, Yeah, you man. Go find Question it on is, YouTube. Who, who
1: wrote that one? Was that ad-libbed or was that actually written? No, nah, I think
4: they probably wrote it. Yeah. But who knows? It's, God. They do. That was Damon Wayans
1: in his prime.
4: Yeah, it's uh, Damon and David Allen Greer. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, my God. You you, If you have not watched In Living Color, just go back and watch it. You're gonna get. It's not just him. It's Jim Carrey in his prime. I mean, that's when Jim Carrey was yeah. a funny motherfucker. I'm fire myself talking Roberts. white guy. You know what you do? You throw some gasoline on it. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> homie the clown. Uh, homie don't, don't play, play that. <laughs> <laughs> and they said that Tommy Davidson would get so pissed <laughs> because he, he had that sock full of like chalk or like flour, or whatever. And and if you watch the like behind the scenes stuff. He hits Tommy Davidson with that sock so many times that by the end, Tommy's really getting mad. It's like... His <laughs> <laughs> <It's like laughs> facial expression <laughs> is just fucking awesome. It's so good. Uh, I oh will always love you, Whitney Houston, from the film The Bodyguard, written and originally performed in 1973 by American songwriter
0: Dolly Parton. Them gays just love me.
4: Dolly Parton. It's like she was in the room. Right. It was crazy. That and... Well, your boobs are almost as big as hers.
0: Almost. Fuck.
4: Nah, she's got bigger boobs.
0: Yeah. Her boobs are nicer than mine. Well, they're bought. Don't matter. they still hairy.
1: nicer. Not as hairy.
4: <laughs> maybe. I don't maybe. Know. Uh, uh, I hope not. Oh, or maybe yours are smooth as the baby's butt. I haven't seen them.
0: I'll, I'll never tell.
4: sexy. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> a girl's got to have a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the first secret you have is that you're a girl. I never knew. <laughs> you're like the bearded lady.
1: <laughs> what are your pronouns?
4: <laughs> Shut, the Bucker. Bucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Stuart. I'm going to throw you off the fucking balcony. <laughs> oh, God, I can't read anymore. Uh, originally by Dolly Parton, versions of the track... Uh, oh, so I spit my own the, the country version of this track <laughs> was released in 1974 as a single and was written as a farewell to her former business partner and mentor of seven years. Porter Wagoner, uh, when she left the Porter Wagner show. This version, however, was performed by Houston for the 1992 film The Bodyguard. Her single spent a then record-breaking 14 weeks at number one uh, at the Billboard Hot 100 chart and is one of the best-selling singles of all time. It also holds the record for being the best-selling single by a woman in music history. Houston's version "I Will Always Love You" re-entered the charts in 2012 after her death, making it. Damn, she's been dead that long, making it the second single ever to reach the top three on Billboard Hot 100 in separate chart runs. She was originally to to record Jimmy Ruffin's "What Becomes of the Brokenhearted" as the lead single for the Bodyguard, however. It was discovered that the song was to be used for the movie Fried Green Tomatoes, which I remember the remake of what becomes of The Broken Heart. Um, Houston requested a different song because of that, and it was her co-star Kevin Costner who suggested I Will Always Love You, playing, uh, playing her Linda Ronstadt's 1975 version from her album Prisoner in Disguise. Producer David Foster and Houston rearranged the song as a soul ballad Her record company did not feel a song with an a cappella introduction would be successful, but Houston and Costner insisted in retaining it. When Dolly Parton heard that Houston was using Ronstadt's recording as a template, she called Foster to give him the final verse, which was missing from the Ronstadt recording, as she felt it was important to the song. I Will Always Love You won the 1994 Grammy Awards for Record of the Year, and best female pop vocal performance. The tabloid press began reporting on a feud between Whitney Houston and Dolly Parton, stemming from Dolly Parton allegedly—I uh, don't like that word—backing out of. Uh, anyway, saying backing out of months while what for a? Oh, you know, backing out on the agreement that she would not perform the song for a number of months. Basically, Dolly Parton. They said Dolly Parton said she will not perform the song for so long after um, Houston's version uh, was on the charts. But then she did at concert, and apparently the tabloids said they were having a feud over it. But both Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston have dim- dismissed this rumor, speaking glowingly of one another in interviews. Um, Houston's pra- Houston praised Dolly Parton for writing a beautiful song, and in return, Parton. Parton Thanked Houston for bringing her song to a wider audience and increasing. <laughs> this is probably the part she thanked her for the most and increasing the amount of royalty. She's probably like, and you made me a shit ton of money. Right. And I outlived you. <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know how I get. You ain't wrong. <laughs> I'm not you know. wrong. No. Still Dolly Parton. Still look good. And she's dead now. Whitney Houston, probably not so much. Um, that sucks. It really does suck. Um, I'm one of those people of the mind. I know I get some hate for this. That Whitney Houston has an incredible voice, and for the most part, did not sing songs that she could have done so much. Stuff like this w- showcased her voice, mm-hmm. but some of her poppy stuff, it just—I mean, yeah, that's who, here for the boy. Who? That's not. Oh, well that wasn't Houston. her. That's no.
1: right, it oh. wasn't her. Um,
4: but she did. Damn. I want to dance with somebody, which I love that song. I mean, it's a great song, that's but great. it wasn't her. She was talented and. Beautiful and, you know, and just got hooked up with I Bobby think, Brown. I
3: okay. think if a Quincy Jones would have gotten hold of her. That could have been. That, he could have done some cool could have been some shit, magic huh? right
1: there, yeah. Or a baby face could have gotten some of the.
4: Well, that would have been after her. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah. F- Well, she was early 80s. Like, um, yeah, like late 70s. Late like 70s like, yeah. even, yeah.
1: Yeah, but babyface was probably in middle of her.
4: Right, so after. I mean, she was already. Quincy, though, he could have, would have been around, around around, the right time.
1: Or L.A., whatever his name is. Um, uh,
4: when Houston won the Best Pop Vocal Performance Female Award at the 1994 Grammy Awards for her recording, Parton, along with David Foster, presented her with the award. Uh, In a statement to Billboard mourning Houston's death in February 2012, Parton said, Mine is only one of the millions of hearts broken over the death of Whitney Houston. I will always be grateful and in awe of the wonderful performance she did on my song. And I can truly say from the bottom of my heart, Whitney, I will always love you. You will be missed. Yeah, that's somber.
0: Way to bring down the mood of the show. Oh, I'm about (laughs) to. I'm about to bring
4: down the mood of the show a lot with this next song. But you know, it is what it is. Are you guys ready for the next song?
1: Sure. Every
2: night in my dreams, I see you. I feel you. Yeah, got it. I got it. That is how I know you go on. (laughs)
4: <laughs> no heard that line and got it. He's like, oh,
2: shit. The, distance, and space
4: the amounts to which I do not like tweeners. this song just really gets on my nerves. Probably because it got to played too death. Yeah, yeah it did. did. For sure. All right. Let's hear it. Celine Dion. Yes. Titanic. Yes.
1: My heart will go on.
4: Yes
0: Stu I thought he tripped up there for, a for a second I thought for a second well,
4: he wasn't was, going to was, get the name of the song I
1: was second guessing the, the s- title yep. like, Was it My Heart Will Go On or something else It's
4: My Heart Will Go On uh, Recorded by Canadian pop singer That's why I
1: did it last because I wasn't positive What
4: do my notes say? Recorded by Canadian pop singer Who also did music for a fucked up movie Called The Peanut Butter Solution <laughs> This song serves <laughs> as the main <laughs> You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, she God. does the music for the peanut butter solution. Oh, God. It's uh,
1: awful movie. <laughs> oh. It's not awful. Oh, no, it's great. Yes, yeah, it's, it's awesome.
4: It yeah, is. Man. No, it's I not awful. It's No, <laughs> no, no. What he's saying is not okay, fair. Okay, no, no. It, it's, it's not an awful movie. It's, it's just really awkward. fucked up. <laughs> and it's so awkward. You can't say it's awful. All you can say is, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, he's not lying. Uh, The song serves as the main soundtrack to James Cameron's blockbuster film, Titanic, released as a single from Dion's fifth English-language studio album, Let's Talk About Love, in 1997. And on the film soundtrack, uh, the Love Power Ballad peaked at the top of the RPM top singles chart. Outside Canada, My Heart Will Go On became a global hit, topping the charts in over 20 countries, With worldwide sales estimated at over 18 million copies, it is one of the best-selling singles of all time, one of the biggest radio smashes in history, and became the second best-selling single by a female artist in history. (sighs) Originally, Cameron did not want the song, and Dion didn't want to record it, since she had just done Beauty and the Beast. But they both relented and, well... I guess it's good for them that they fucking did. Yep.
1: Well, wasn't that movie in the theaters like forever? Yeah. It, well,
4: it was like the number. It was the number one like grossing film until James Cameron came along and beat it with, with Avatar, Avatar. Avatar yeah. which has then been beat by the Avengers. Right. And he is convinced. Some he first he got pissed off. He's like, "Well, if your figure and in inflation actually still no, the Avengers beat you." And now I he's like, I'm going to beat it with Avatar two, and no, we no. won't. I want to recount. He, I think he is misguided for the sequel to Avatar at this point. Yep, Isn't because he making like five. Of he, them? well, yes, so is, he says, but I don't think is it'll happen. James
1: Cameron related to Donald Trump by any chance? <laughs> no.
4: Um, the problem with it is, is, it was this huge hit when it was out. But I honestly, I saw it and I liked it, but like people forgot about it. It's weird that it could be that big, but everybody forgot about it, and now. He wants to make a sequel, and I think it's like people are like not clamoring for it. I think they'll people will watch it, but I don't think it's going to do what he thinks it's going to do. You I mean think Titanic's going to have a sequel? <laughs> yes, they raised the boat up. Um,
3: Did
1: you know that uh, the Titanic uh, the pool is still filled with water?
3: <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I you think. think, you think it. It. You're welcome. Cookie I'll be here cookie. all night. Um, <laughs> and on the other episode of Stewie thinking he's funny. Stew's <laughs> 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 face is like, I'm going to kill <laughs> this little fucker. He's going to have to get choked out. I'm going to kill him. Um, Yeah, and also, uh, I don't think Titanic's that exciting of a movie either. It's no, it's not. It is a v- very standard love story that we've seen a hundred damn times. The only thing that makes it special... Is the fucking boat sinking? Yep. And <laughs> even the fucking MythBusters. Even the I I remember after I watched that movie, I'm like, why the fuck did she just let him die? <laughs> she just fucking let him die. He could have climbed on, that. Room on it. She didn't want that swore. door. It could have. Well, I mean, I guess it was kind of his fault too, because he's like, oh no, I tried once. That's enough. I mean, that fucker must have been like, ah, I hit it. I'm gonna quit it. I'd rather die. <laughs> you were that bad, Rose. Seriously, but the MythBusters proved that. They, even, they had James Cameron on the episode and everything. They proved that he could have fit on that, and mm-hmm. it would have been fine. But the biggest complaint I have about that movie, and I've had it ever since I saw the damn movie. So this girl gets on a boat, has like a, a couple-day fling with this dude. She has sex with him one time. Dude dies. She makes it off the boat, gets married, has kids, has grandkids. Her grandkid takes her on the damn boat again. They're looking for this jewel that they think is dropped at the bottom of the ocean in the Titanic. Turns out she throws it overboard. Then she dies at the end of the movie and goes back to the Titanic to the dude she sh- doing to one fucking time. Meanwhile, her husband's over there going, what the fuck, bitch? What,
2: <laughs> what, about, what about me? <laughs>
4: <laughs> the person that she had an entire life with, we don't see him at the end of the movie. We see the guy she banged that she then let drown.
3: I'm going to assume that he's dead? Her husband? Yeah.
4: Yeah, we know he's dead. She went on and like Rose lived and he even tells her to go live like go have a life rose and he and she even took his last name after
3: she was rescued yeah it's fucked up man that's yeah, pretty fucked he up he
4: must i'm just saying leo dicaprio must have the major d
3: well with all those supermodels
4: he gave her the dickin' of a lifetime so much so that her rest of her life she's like i mean i got married but i mean that dude that dude he knew how to give i'm just saying <laughs> There you go This next one I have a feeling is going to be all about <laughs> Stu But right now Stu's on his phone This is the last song, official song Before we go into our lightning round You guys better be ready Because Stu's going to jump all the fuck over this one Ready Go I could Thank Just to hear you
2: Thank breathing Watch you smile while
4: you are sleeping
3: while you're far away and dreaming, I could spend
4: oh, the lightning rounds gonna be tough. This sweet I
2: promise. I could stay lost in this moment forever. Cause every moment spent with you is a moment I treasure.
0: Movie Armageddon. Yes. Band Aerosmith. Yes. Song Don't Want to Miss a Thing.
4: Yes. All of the above. <sighs> Performed by Aerosmith for the 1998 natural disaster film Armageddon. That whole day was a natural disaster for Stewie and I. <laughs> We're not lying. Yeah, they're not. Which lead singer Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tire? Tyler? T- Liv Tire? Liv Tire? Yeah, yeah, I'll hit By it. Yeah. I'd you know,
3: Sh- him Sh- points. Sh-
4: Sh- Sh- give him credit. Sh- 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 I also had a stroke on paper, too, apparently. Well, it's his birthday. Yeah. Giving him extra points for his birthday. Apparently, he has 174 points, which is weird because there's not that many points in the whole game. Uh, it is one of four songs performed by the band for the film. The other three being What Kind of Love Are You On, Come Together, and Sweet emotion. emotion. Talk about things that nobody cares. Du- 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 Wearing out things that, that nobody, nobody wears. wears. Du- 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 um... The Power Ballad was written by Diane Warren, who originally envisioned it would be performed by Celine Dion, or somebody like that. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. I, I can hear it. What? Giving the band their first and only number one single in their home country. is oh. that weird? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it debuted at... Yeah, I already said that. The song stayed at number one for four weeks. The song was covered by American country music singer Mark Chestnut. For, the, for his album of the same name. In early 1999, his version was a top 20 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. In 1997, Diane Warren was watching Barbara Walters interview James Brolin about Barbara Streisand. Brolin said he missed Streisand when they were asleep, and Warren wrote down the words, I don't want to miss a thing, before there was even a song. When I first heard it, recalled drummer Joey Kramer, It was just a demo with piano and singing. It was difficult to imagine what kind of touch Aerosmith could put on it and make our own. As soon as we began playing it as a band, then it instantly became an Aerosmith song. All because of Thanos' dad. Yep. That's Josh Brolin. No, Thanos' dad. Oh, James Brolin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Got me there. Mm. Thanos' dad. Yeah. Makes sense. I wasn't. I missed the dad part. And I just got a little confused. Yeah, like, okay. know, Josh Brown would yeah. would not was not dating Barbra Streisand. Yeah. There was no Babs and Thanos going on. Yeah. Uh <sighs> we're gonna go with a lightning around here. Isn't it weird to think Celine? Lightning, John lightning, home? lightning! Like, could you imagine? Like, you can hear it, and it's like I a can, different song. I can I I hear think. her singing it. I could totally see. It. Well, you know, It, it definitely does good. not to have the yeah.
1: same tune to it, though.
0: It wouldn't have as much impact as yeah. it, no, it does it with Aerosmith. So do
4: you want to hear the, the story of Aerosmith or Armageddon? NHG? We've told the story before. Fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. My mom was at a friend's house out in Columbus, and Stu and I were going to go visit. They had a pool. We were going to grill out. It was going to be a nice time. It's going to be fun. So Stu and I are driving out there, and we're cruising along pretty well. Everything I'm telling you is exactly the truth as far as we remember it. Honest to God. Yeah, there wasn't
1: a lot of drinking until after we got there. Yeah, my mom was drunk, if I recall.
4: (laughs) She fell down, busted her knee. That was part of the day. Oh, damn. So, me and Stuart cruise along on our way to Columbus, and I'm tired because we'd probably been out partying the night before. Probably. probably. (laughs) And um, I was like, I'm going to lean back in the seat, take a nap. Don't speed because it's 4th of July, motherfucker. You will get a ticket. Did he (laughs) get a ticket? (laughs) He did that with my car. So, about 20 minutes later... Did he really? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he remembers He's like, <laughs> yeah, he did. That's because he was tired.
3: <laughs> I wasn't behind the wheel. <laughs> I wasn't there I had to drive your fucking car.
4: Did you get the ticket? He yeah, got the ticket. Got the well, t- we both got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so about 20 minutes later, I'm like, why are we pulling over? I got pulled over. I'm like, damn it, Stuart. Same thing happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so so wait. So the cop comes. He's like, you were speeding, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and you're not wearing a seatbelt. I'm like, motherfucker, I was sleeping. I was laid down. I'm like, damn it. So, <laughs> cop gives us both a damn ticket, and uh, cop's like writing shit up. He tells us we can go. Stu goes to start the car, car won't start. Nothing. So we're like, what the hell, man? We can't get the car to start. We get out of the car, walk around to open the hood, and plastered to the fucking grill what is a, tweety, a bird. tweety Bird, a yellow fucking canary-looking bird, like. I'm like, when the fuck did you hit that? I don't know. Just, so, anyway, that's just bright yellow. It. Bright, yeah. It's like, yeah. one of those that's bright yellow with the black tips on the wings. You see them from time to time around here. Anyway, so
1: someone's pet got loose.
4: The cop's like, oh, the car won't start. We're like, no. And he's like, well, you want me to call or like a tow truck or something? We're like, yeah, if you don't mind. And, and I. so, this is before we had cell phones, you know, and I'm like, all right, well. I guess I'll, I'll call mom and then let them know. And I was like, I looked at the cop. I was like, how far is. You say the cop, but at least he Yeah, <laughs> <could. laughs> to think. I was like, how far is the, the next like gas station with the phone? He's like, oh, two exits up. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, all right, man, I'll start walking. He failed to mention. I'll start walking. You wait for the tow truck when you figure out what's going on. Come and get me if the car works, whatever. Well, luckily, partway there, a guy pulled over and said, I saw a car back. There, do you need a ride up to the next exit or to the phone? I said, yeah, that'd be great, which was great because what the cop didn't tell me is that the next, like, two exits was, like, four or five miles up the damn road. So the guy takes me up there and drops me off at the gas station. I walk up to the payphone. And I'm like, fuck, I left the phone number back in the car because mm. they were at somebody else's house. I didn't have the damn number. I'm like, shit. Gorgeous day out. I'm like, I guess I don't have a fucking choice. I'm going to have to start walking back. Hopefully, Stu will get this car started, and he'll see me, and it's all good. So I start walking back, and I see Stu. Passes me, but he's on the highway. Opposite side. I'm like, no, I see you on the correct side. You passed me, literally passed me. So I'm like, he's obviously going to stop or go around and turn around and want to come back, and I do. I look then and see him going down the opposite side. I thought he saw me, but he didn't. He just knew he got up to the exit and I wasn't there. So he's like, what the fuck? And so he went back. So I'm walking along, walking along. I swear to God, the whole sky turns gray in a matter of seconds. And God dumped his jug of water on my face. It torrential down fucking pour. So I see an underpass. I'm like, make it to the underpass. So I start running to the underpass. I'm telling you guys, this sounds like complete bullshit, but this is 100% true. I get close to the underpass, stops raining, Stu pulls up. <laughs> Stu opens the car door and gives me a look, and he goes, don't even worry about it, man. I know you're soaking wet. Just climb on in. I was like, no, it's all good, man. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, no, no. The rain was coming this way. Back totally dry. Everything else soaking wet. So then, anyway... Cost us fifty bucks to get the jump, and fifty bucks is what Stu had in his wallet. We finally get out to Columbus, and then my mom was a little tipsy and fell and busted her knee. But then we went and saw Armageddon, and it was a happy ending to That. Tragic story Didn't want to miss a thing We had a couple of bad Fourth of July's For a while we Swore we were just Going to stay in But we seem to have.
3: Man what out. is it With you driving Other people's
4: cars <laughs> To Columbus Because the
3: exact Same thing happened To Columbus To, me. to Columbus yeah. No it
4: wasn't It was his car He yeah, was, was driving my His own car, car. Oh. oh Yeah it right. wasn't my car It was the Corsica
3: Well stop driving To Columbus <laughs> 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 Guess where he's Going tomorrow <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Columbus by himself, no. by himself. I'm going to Probably take the bike
4: Really we driving back at
1: nine. It's only an hour and a half.
4: Are you guys ready for the lightning round? Sure. All right. We're about to move into the bonus round. Each answer here is worth two points. Boner round. Meaning there is a possible six points up for grabs for these songs. There are four songs. So there is a possible six points for four songs. And you could get 20 24 years, points. Are you serious? He is literally counting six oh, times to four. Oh, 24 points. You could. I'm surprised he didn't use his toes. 4, 8, 12, <laughs> 30 14, 15, 16, 17. Stu has right now in the lead. Kevin has 8, 9, 10, uh, 12, 30 14, 15, 16. So a point shy of Stewie. Ooh. Pretty much somebody could take this right here. Even you. You could win. You probably won't. Things are going to get a little tougher from here on out. So I are
0: we still doing the whole got it or just yep. blurt it out?
4: It's a got it. Got it, okay. These are a tougher. Uh-huh. Even if it's you got n- it. I'll tell you right now, even if you know the song, you may not know the movie. Or even if you know the movie and the song, you may not know the artist. It's going to get a little harder. That's this what, she, is what said. she said. That's what she said. <laughs> you guys ready for the first one? That's what she said. Here we go. Got it. We have one got it from Kev, and but I don't think he's so sure of himself. Because I don't think he knows the name of the singer. I think he knows the song in the movie. I'm surprised you don't. I do. I got the artist. I'm surprised you don't know. And I know the song. I'm surprised you don't know and the And I know what movie it was okay. used in. Oh, well, that's shit. what we're going for. No okay. So Kev said got it first.
3: Okay, Kev. All right. um, Song song is... is Stuck in the Middle with You. Yes. Movie Reservoir Dogs. Yes. And artist, I'm going to guess Donovan. No. Damn it.
4: Steeler Wheels. Steeler's Wheels. There you go. So four points for Kev and two points for Spank Dog. Told you they're going to get a little tougher. That hurt my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I will be shocked if anyone... Gets anything from this next song. I'm going to give you a hint right now. There's a hint in the song if you listen closely. Got it. Jesus. Are you shitting Love me? Nice. <laughs> I got the song in the movie. But not the artist, huh? I got the that stuff. You'll know it when you hear it. You know the movie. You've seen it. It's probably been a long ass time, though.
0: The movie is Arthur. Yes. And, damn it, I lost the song. I mean, <laughs> the movie is Arthur. And the song was, I, I'd swear it was Arthur on the song, too. It's Arthur's theme. Yeah.
4: The artist, I'm lost on. Spanky, this is going to get spanky up there a little yeah. bit. Can anybody tell me the artist? It's Dudley be- Moore. <laughs> don't tell him it's a party. <laughs> It's tough, um, yeah. even giving you a clue. I will give you a clue, a very good clue. The artist of this song has a very similar name to a pair of young hip hop artists from the 90s ah, Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Cross, Arthur's Theme. Arthur's Theme by Christopher Cross, performed and written by American pop singer, songwriter Christopher Cross which was the main theme for the 1981 film Arthur, starring Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli. The song won the Oscar for Best Original Song in 1991. In the U.S., it reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and on the Hot Adult Contemporary charts during October of that year, remaining at the top of the Hot 100 charts for three consecutive weeks. The song was written in collaboration between Christopher Cross and pop music composer Burt Bacharach. Uh, and Bacharach's frequent writing partner and then wife, Carol Bear Sager. A fourth writing credit was given to Manelli's ex-husband and Australian songwriter Peter Allen for one of the lines in the song that he had originally come up with, and then they took it used it for the song. <sighs> we have two more. And again, this next one, I have this weird feeling that somebody here, might know the song <laughs> and the movie, but I'm wondering if anybody can tell me the song, movie, and singer.
2: Hmm.
4: And here we go. <laughs> uh, told you, it got harder. <laughs> What will you ask yourself? Somebody's got to say it first. Got it? Okay. Some white stripes? No. Damn it. Got it? Okay. Uh, Jane's addiction? No. Mm. Nothing. nothing. All right, I am going to give you a clue. This is hard. Um, I can't really give. I don't know of any clues I can give you guys for the song and the uh, artist, Um, but I can give you a clue for the movie. We talked about Ed Norton earlier. Ed Norton is one of the stars from this movie. Uh, Got it? Fight Club? It is Fight Club. Stu gets a point for Fight Club. (sighs)
1: It's not the White
4: Stripes. No. You probably won't guess the artist if you don't know who they are. It'd be really tough. Not a Surf did a remake of this song later. This is actually pretty good.
1: It sounds like a White Stripes thing.
4: So the song is Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Uh, the song is by the American alternative rock band, The Pixies, and is the seventh track on the band's 1988 debut album, Surfer Rosa. Although the song was never released as a single, it is one of the band's signature songs now because it was. Uh, the song was written by frontman Black Francis while he ag- attended... I don't that's what Black the, Francis. Yeah. That's that who was white. Well, like he white. probably, <laughs> I, most definitely was. Attended the University of Massachusetts Amherst, inspired by his experiences. Wait, what? While,
1: he's white? What, he's called Black Francis. Yeah. I'm pretty
4: sure he is white, yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's fucked up. Um, he, he wrote <laughs> the song inspired by his experiences while scuba diving in the Caribbean. He later said he had this very small fish trying to chase me. I don't know why. I don't know too much about fish behavior. After being featured in the 1990 film, 1999 film Fight Club, in which the song plays over the final scene, the song gained an even wider audience and became iconic for the band. I can actually now hear it. I, I really thought you would get that one. Like at least the movie. I thought you'd go, uh, Fight Club. Yeah, totally liked well, on that mm-hmm. one.
1: Well, the first real of Fight Club.
4: You're nobody right. Talks nobody about talks about Fight Club. Fight Club. We done so. fucked that up. Alright. I think I know who's gonna yell got it on this one, but we're gonna find out. This is the last song in the bonus round. And here we go. Now I don't think you'll be able to tell me the name of the artist, but I think I, I think somebody's gonna yell got it real quick. <laughs> got it.
2: I
1: love you so
4: much, man. I'm if he don't got it, I got it. figured that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not him so much. He's probably seen it, but I doubt he liked it. I know you don't like the person who does these movies. All right, Kev. Name the movie.
3: Uh, let's see. Oh,
4: that's okay. Name the song.
3: No, but i minute.
4: Mean, um, yeah, Pulp mean, Fiction. Yeah, it is Pulp Fiction. Uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. It is Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, but I bet you can't name the muses, the uh, artist, even though we have talked about them and this song on another episode of this show. Stu, did you know it was from Pulp Fiction? <sighs> um, damn it. It's uh, not the fact that I don't like it. I just haven't. I don't really watch them. Yeah, you're not really a Quentin Tarantino. You've seen Pulp Fiction, though. Uh, Probably
3: have Um, Shit Neil Diamond
4: Originally but that's not who this was uh, I'd, give you, I'd give him one yes, we point. We talked about this on... Holy shit, that's right. We talked yeah. about this on this song. I would he did. give
0: him one point for that one. Just no, get I'll give the him the point because Spank says... Thank, you. But, Thank but you. but it's Urge Overkill uh, that does the song. And it
4: is Urge uh, Overkill uh, who uh, does the remake of this oh song. Oh, my God. I uh-huh. do, uh, hear, we I, talked about uh, it uh, on uh, one of the songs you did not know was yeah. remakes episode. i to share a point with you, sir. So, in other words, like... Oh, I gave him two points because he he got he nailed it. So, you know, he actually got it. But you got the other two and one. Uh, like I said, I mean, I kind of felt like we have discussed it on the show, so I knew somewhere in the back of your guys' minds, you'd be like, "I know, that, I know see, this that, damn song. that was
0: the bonus point for you. <laughs> thank you,
4: thank you. So let's tally. But I'm pretty sure he might have just beat you. So Stu has. You mean Stuart's four, in my eight, rear? Twelve. Uh, yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, you like that, don't 18 you? I points <laughs> for yeah. Stu. Noah Body comes in with a strong two points. Woo! Swish. Not a shutout. Spank Dog. I don't even remember what I guessed. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 Ooh. beats Stewie. That's weird. I okay. really thought Stew was killing it. Mm. Kev, 12. 14 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 and 25 points Oh cuz I don't I'm looking for this one. Kevin wins. Slow starter, strong finisher. Kevin wins. Kevin wins.
1: Yummy Kevin wins The royal penis is cleaning, Your Highness. <laughs> As he's sucking on that thing.
4: <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. So there you guys have it. That was the movie Trivia Night, just to go over uh, movie music trivia night. To run down what we the songs we covered in two episodes. We did I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins from the film. We did I'll Melt With You for Modern English from the film. You guys fucking suck. It was Valley Girl. Seriously, none of you got it (laughs) then. None of you got it now. Um, We did Eye of the Tiger by Survivor from the film. Rocky Rocky Three, And that's the one you got. (laughs) (laughs) We did Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears for the film. Val Gilmer. Mm -hmm. Popcorn. (laughs) 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 LG. Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News for the film. Back to the Future. We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner for the film. Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Whoa. Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins for the film. Top Gun. In episode two, we did Kiss from a Rose by Seal from the film. Mad Max Forever. But what else? Porno. and Ever Landing Did you just say porno? Steve <laughs> so just went, porno. <laughs> No, I said I don't know, and it might sound like he said <laughs> no, porno. No, I said porn. He said porno. He said porno. Trust me, it creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> uh, we did Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio from the film. Criminal Minds. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Dangerous Minds.
4: Uh, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. For the
1: bodyguard. The body's Why bodyguard. Why did we
4: take to the whispering thing? Yeah, I don't know. The Hitman's uh, bodyguard. Don't want to yes. miss, or er, my heart will go on, Celine Dion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to the other end of the spectrum. Sorry.
4: <laughs> Don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. Smith. Um, again. It. I'm really getting it. Stuck in the middle with you by... Steelers wheels. For the movie... Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Did a little Quentin Tarantino thing going on here tonight. I can never hear that song again without fucking... Seeing, yeah, that scene you know, ears getting <laughs> cut off and gasoline <laughs> thrown on fucking faces. Reservoir do- dog, Reservoir Dogs is a great, great, great movie. I I feel like he's missed a step the last couple. Now I know a lot of people love Once Upon a Time of Hollywood. I haven't oh, seen it I yet. It was a you, know, slow. you know
1: what? Uh, listen to that song. I, th- I think of Dennis Hopper whenever I hear something like Dennis that. Dennis Hopper? I
4: don't know why when you hear
1: that kind of the, that
4: song, oh you know what i didn't mention did i i didn't even give any info on that song did i i need to do no, that no. i totally yeah. didn't um, we got into i do i will do that real quick cuz there's some cool shit about this song so uh, stuck in the middle with you by steelers wheel from the movie reservoir dogs written by scottish musician gary rafferty and joe egan and originally recorded by the band uh, steelers wheel the band performed the song on bbc's top of the pops in may of 1973 and the song charted at number 8 in uk singles charts It also became an international hit, reaching number six in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Rafferty's lyrics are are a dismissive tale of a music industry cocktail party written and performed in a parody of Bob Dylan's Paranoia. And now that I know that, I totally hear that. Mm -hmm.
3: Clowns
4: to the left of me, jokers to the right, right. here I am. It's so obvious now. Uh, The single sold over one million copies. The song is used in Quentin Tarantino's 1992 debut film Reservoir Dogs during the scene in which the character Mr. Blonde, played by Michael Madsen, uh, taunts and tortures uh, bound policeman Marvin Nash, played by Kirk Baltz, while singing and dancing to the song. Cuts his fucking ear off with a straight razor and just douses him with gasoline. Yep. Why are you going to call me Mr. Pink? It's like calling me Mr. Pussy. (laughs) Steve Buscemi. (laughs) So fucking good. Loved him in that movie. Uh, Then we gave unto you uh, Arthur's theme by Christopher Cross for the movie Arthur. Arthur. Where's My Mind by the Pixies for Fight Club. And Girl, You'll Be a Woman to urge overkill for the movie Pulp Fiction. So we have been discussing and it will be happening soon as long as he's on board with it, which I think that he is. Occasionally we are going to be doing um, Twisted Kid reviews. Yes. Uh, we are going to have him watch Is some... that what we're calling it? Yeah. Like well, it. Matt and I used to do Twisted Kid uh, podcasts and, and we, we talked about the movies that <laughs> fucked us up as kids. Okay. So we're gonna do the Twisted Kid reviews. You're the you're the new Twisted Kid, and we're going to uh, we're going to make him watch some of these effed up movies on occasion, and then he'll come in and review them. We'll watch them too, but I mean, we've he's already seen watched Fuzz Bucket. I so. know <laughs> that's what started it. So Matt got to meet Phil Fondacaro last weekend. Yeah, and yeah. Phil Fondacaro that's Fuzz Bucket. Didn't Phil oh, Fondacaro actually tweet? Phil Fondacaro asked Matt if he could follow Matt on Instagram, and then. Put a picture of him and Matt on his Instagram. He said,
1: I finally got to yeah. meet Matt Brown. Yes,
4: like I, really I cool. saw I saw Matt's post on Facebook about it. He's I, like, "What?" I keep asking Matt, "I'm like, did you get his email?" Because like, I want to interview. I love Phil Fondacar. He's been in tons of movies. Which one of the movies he was in? You will be watching another Phil Fondacar mm-hmm. movie. I want you to watch the Creeps uh, as one of the fil- as one of the movies because it's great. Um, they this these people decide they're going to resurrect like there's lots of full moon movies we can have them watch but this guy decides he's going to r- resurrect the classic monsters to like help him, you know, fight people or like he's evil, bad dude. Right. But he fucks up the potion and he resurrects them all but as little people. And Phil Pondaro <laughs> is Dracula in that. So he's great. Uh, but some of the movies we're gonna make him watch are The Peanut Butter Solution, Garbage Pail Kids, uh, My Deadly Friend, Troll, and Troll Two. So we'll be doing that. We'll spread that out a little bit, a little bit of love here and there. And you can, because it's kind of interesting. I want to know what somebody like Fresh Eyes has, you know, like what someone who's never seen these thinks about these movies because we've seen them. Although oh, Stu ain't seen some of them, we can fuck up Stu's world too. Oh God, that's gonna be fun to make Stu like me and Stu sit down and watch Troll. Oh no, we're we'll watching. Yeah. No, you gotta no. do it too. Yes. No. Why?
1: Gross.
4: It's, it's not anyway. really gross. No. no.
1: You know it, I don't do like horror movies.
4: We yeah. we we'll, we'll use the word horror loosely. Yeah. Not gonna scare you. You're just gonna be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And not all the twisted kids stuff is gonna garbage Pail kids is not a horror movie, although it's pretty fucking scary. <sighs> yeah. So not all. We're not just talking horror movies. We're just talking peanut butter solution. Not a horror movie. Fuzzbucket, pretty non, horrifying. they're pretty horrifying, they're yeah. not horror movies. Very. Uh, so that's one of the things we're going to be doing. We've got other stuff coming up. Uh, we've, we're each going to kind of pick a band. We've all been talking about it. We're going to highlight bands. Um, I, I know Spank Dog's been wanting to talk about ACDC. I really want to do a Queen episode. Uh, you guys can pick whatever bands you want. I figure you know you'll talk about the crew, but maybe not.
1: I was thinking about the Pixies.
3: Oh, oh uh, the crew. Yeah. That'd
4: be cool. Uh, and yeah, a cruise uh, good one Get cruise good one I might do
3: that I was thinking about more staying in the time but I don't know yeah uh, that'd be fun yeah.
4: too don't know a lot so it'd be fun to learn a little bit plus you know they got that whole weird I was, Prince I connection about doing cameo what
1: do you think
4: what up <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. uh, so we're gonna feature some of that uh, we got some really cool shit uh, that we got so much we're gonna be Metal Mikey's gonna be joining us again soon to do a whole Masters of the Universe thing uh, our good friend Patrick is going to be joining us. He just needs to pick the movie. He keeps going like, "I want this one. I want this one." He doesn't know. I mean, eventually we can do both. It's all good.
1: Patrick, hey, we can do Sleepwalkers. Oh God, With Patrick,
4: that's definitely a twisted kid. That's a fucked up movie too. That's a Stephen King. Uh, and he—it's the only—it's the only, up uh, it's the only sh- just direct sh- screenplay he's ever written. There was no story before. Oh. It is really fucking weird. It's not scary. And honestly, I think there's a reason why it's the only screenplay he ever wrote, just screenplay, yeah. because it's bad. Really bad. Right. I mean, he also wrote the screen like the screenplay for uh, Maximum Overdrive, but he was really fucking fucked I love up on movie. cocaine during that movie. I love that He's movie. He's admitted like the cocaine usage during that movie. It's a hell of a drug. Have you ever seen Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> no, he uh-huh. hasn't. Oh, that's another good one we can. I love that the movie. List. I mean it's fun. It is a fun movie, so we'll be doing that over we'll have the next one. It's gonna be the whole tremors series and all Good that. AC/DC too. music. Wait, what did you say now? Tremors and I've seen those. Uh, yeah, A C D C does the entire soundtrack to the album's called Who Made Who? And the song is killer, but the whole soundtrack's great. Yeah. So that's like actually one of my favorite A C D C songs right there. Uh, back in Black's probably also my favorite album. Yeah. When he said talking about cocaine, you were like, "Hell of a drug." Yeah. I got the reference. Is a hell of a drug. So that's some of the stuff we got going on in the future. Uh, hope everybody likes the new like hour-ish format. We're a couple minutes over, but not too bad. Uh, we're gonna go. Actually, I will go out tonight on the Pixies. Where is my mind? Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. You can write us your mixtape podcast at gmail.com. Remember, if you think you know or you have a guess at all the uh, clips in the Skiznot uh, alternate theme song that he sent, send those in and we will verify if you are correct or not. Uh, we'll wait a few episodes, and if nobody's getting it or even close, then maybe we'll release some kind of hint or something. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, if you get that right, you send in your name, uh, email us your name and your answers. And if you're right, give us your address and we will send you out a cool prize. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, it is your, it, I always want to do that. It's just mix underscore tape underscore pod. Uh, lots of shit going on over there. Go over there, follow us there. I'm, well, I'm really fucking witty and I say really funny shit. That's all I'm saying. all I'm shit. I'm a funny motherfucker. On Twitter, not anywhere else. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook too. We occasionally we don't do a whole lot on Facebook, uh, really. We should start our own TikTok channel, mixtape like TikTok. I don't know what the hell we do. Le- put Lexi in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> she could get it going. I know exactly <laughs> what he's doing. I knew what he was That's doing. what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't at first. He's like, <laughs> I thought he was over <laughs> there voting. <laughs> and then I knew. I was like, oh my god, I hate that song so much. Like, I hate it. Uh, do you, you're not on TikTok, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of people get, the, get that up and doing around. these weird little dances, like that everybody does, and then everybody else does it. And he was doing that. What is it Savage Love? Is that the name of the song? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I like Savage Love.
4: I hate that song, and it's fucking heart and soul. You did like literally. That's no. what. Anyway. But that's, that's not all it is. And actually, after it, it develops an algorithm at, uh, after a while, so it r- figures out the kind of ones you swipe through and the ones you actually watch, and then you'll just start getting more and more content. Yeah, let's just
1: say I have a lot of car ones on there now.
4: And I'm betting girls with big boobs jumping up and down.
1: No, not that much no. You know what's
4: funny? When I first got on TikTok, like every video that came up was a girl with big boobs jumping up and down. Mm. Well, that's what people watch nowadays for some reason. And at first, as a dude, I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, this is really boring. So now I yeah. get none of that. I gotta be careful because then it's like, oh, huh, they're fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know, yeah, I don't. I actually don't get any of those anymore. I really don't. I there's comedy he gets clips. The guys and,
1: jumping up and down now.
4: Yeah, that are also fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> or Jack, I'm kidding. Or Jack Black doing a time warp. Oh God, I love Dude, Jack Black awesome. on TikTok. <laughs> I follow Jack Black on TikTok. No, it's mostly Jack Black wearing speedos doing weird dances, but it's so funny to watch. You're like, and. When he first got on TikTok, he could not figure it out and just kept fucking up videos, which was hilarious in and of itself. He and Mark Hamill on TikTok. He is now, yeah. Uh, David Spade just got on there. He's pretty amusing, too. David Spade's kind of funny. He's got some moments. In in a weird kind of way. Come on, Lexi. Get the mixtape podcast. Do you have a TikTok? Oh, does she do videos? No. Do you go? Not anymore. She used to. (laughs) She used to. I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) I just want a video of Stu going, (laughs) <laughs> Dude, it'd probably get like a million hits or some shit. All right. Um, I think that's all we got. Uh I'll be on there tonight. <laughs> naked with a candle. <laughs> In his bedroom like every night. I think for our like five listeners, Stu should just put up a TikTok that is literally nothing but darkness. And all of a sudden you see a lighter and a candle. And then, the and then all you on. hear is, let's get it on. And the video just cuts. So, most people won't even get the reference, just the people who listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people will think it's, oh, it's sexy time, but they won't know. And he can just put hashtag masturbation candle underneath it at the bottom.
0: <laughs> or get another video of him doing the uh, stuma stuma.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's on face or uh, YouTube my yeah. favorite video. Pre, tomorrow. pre, pre uh, TikTok and Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll give we'll give like two or three more minutes here. Yo, um, we should send, like see that clip of Stuma Stuma and put it on. I, well it's literally only on YouTube now. I don't have it like anywhere else but it's it is on YouTube. you can download stuff off your own YouTube though, so I could probably do that. Stu should totally have his own. And I mean, he has TikTok, but he should totally yeah, start doing Yeah, you can't those. really do anything on there. Stu you videos. I just watch. <laughs> you made it sound creepy as fuck, yeah. but yeah, yeah me I too. I watch. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube now? You're cutting out bad. I don't think you're... Yeah. Uh, God, is you that cord already getting a short in it? It might be. Um, you can much. you can clip like things on YouTube now. Yeah, guess you, can. yeah you can. Yeah, you can stitch it and stuff too. We should Stu should stitch himself next to himself dancing.
1: Stitches on TikTok, no.
4: Doing what? Stitching people up.
1: He's got like some other uh, TikTokers on there that he stitch people. Stitches from the UFC.
4: It's Edward James. Almost, I'm still convinced, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Stu and I can take like two or three minutes to talk about Uh, what. What's the Ellen guy? The Ellen guy. Twitch.
1: Twi- uh, that's what I meant, Twitch. Twitch, oh, not Stitch. I
4: could see the confusion there.
1: Sorry. Just Stitch, in names because they don't look Twitch. anything alike. Yeah, they, no, no.
4: Uh, DJ Twitch. Yeah, one's taller. Yeah. And one looks like Edward James almost. And the one's black. black. yes. The other one was in standard delivery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one wasn't. Will you take like a real quick second? Me and Stu are both doing something kind of related Theme-wise, tomorrow night, Stu is going to a concert, and I'm going to a movie. Don't get a ticket. Click it. I can't. That's right. There's no seatbelt on the bike. Stu, would you like to share with folks at home the concert and what you're doing tomorrow night? I'm going to go see Lita Ford.
1: Poison.
4: Yes. And? Oh, I'm going to go to a car show. But for Lita Ford. Oh, I'm gonna do the meet and greet. He's gonna meet Lita Ford tomorrow. Nice. Hey. And if we all know Stu the way we know Stu, he's going to say something really stupid. Hi. Thank you. Unfortunately we won't be there to witness it. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I love to Jet. What? That's <laughs> um, I, I don't
1: know if you remember me. <laughs> <All
4: right. laughs> no, I don't. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um and I'm going with Can't a group of people that, dude, to see the Rocky Horror Picture show, so
0: and then in a couple of weeks, we are going to see the Black Crows. We are going to
4: see the Black Crows. So, you still got... Tuesday night. You still got one more, right? Yes. Do you like the Black Crows? It's Stu's ticket. I'm not inviting you. Uh, um, do you even
1: know the Black Crows? Or just once? Oh. Hey, little thing, let offensive. me like
4: the candles mama. I'm sure I'll have the handle now, yes and now.
0: Which is actually a remake. He was actually
1: yep. re- married to...
4: We married to Kate Hudson. Uh. We... We checked out the band that's opening for them, Yeah, whose name is Something Honey again. I keep Dirty forgetting. Honey. They're, they're Dirty actually honey. really, really good. <laughs> they
1: yeah. kind of sound like Guns N' Roses. They do. I actually
4: downloaded a few of their songs. Yeah, they're I really good, so we're pretty stoked about it. I, I hear the Black Rose put on a hell of a show. So
1: And they're
0: only doing songs from Shake Your Money Maker. Yes, it's the Nothing Shake Your Money ma- ma- Maker well, anniversary I mean, tour. Well, that's probably
1: what they're most well
0: known no,
4: for. It's no, the, it's the anniversary that's tour.
1: It. Oh. One that's album, that's it. That's all they're doing at this they're concert. They're playing it all the way through. That's yeah.
4: it. eleven songs from beginning to end. Because it's the anniversary tour of the Shake Your Money right. maker, So right. it's gonna be. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be a good. Time. Uh, at least
1: it'll be the songs we know somewhat. Stu yeah. actually has tickets. Next Friday to, to the
4: go whole see album. Chicago. It's a good but, uh, album. We're not going. So I've well, seen Chicago. You buy that's all right. I've seen Chicago live. Um, it's just without What's Peter not? Cetera, it's just not. Huh? It's not the What's same. That? Chicago, yeah. the band.
2: Yeah.
4: You know him. You, you Trust me, you know Saturday. Chicago
0: songs.
4: Uh, uh, Karate Kid Part 2. Something. No, that's just Peter Cetera. I know, but it's... That's after he left Chicago. Still, it's... They sang... One uh, of the voices of Chicago. <sighs> yeah, Saturday in the Park and 2964. Yeah. Twenty-five or sixty-four. Twenty-five
1: I said or sixty-four. They're, they're known
4: well Should as a. But they also sang like. Uh, Weren't they like an orchestra band for a while? Hold me now, top of me to say I'm sorry. I've got one of their albums at the house. I'll let I you borrow. I just want you to know. So Peter Cetera was like their lead the singer, and then he left, and he went on to do his own stuff, which he did. The Glory of Love for Karate Kid too. I am a man. Have you ever heard that, like, I can do, like, so if you do, it, I'll, I'll end the show after this, I promise. But <laughs> if you do um, your Aaron Neville impression, it's just a small tweak from Aaron Neville to Peter Sotero. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Aaron Neville's like,
3: I don't know, my
4: you don't actually have to say words when you're doing Aaron Neville
2: kind of
4: like James Brown yeah. but then if you just tweak it a little you can do you can take your Aaron Neville and do Peter's Terra. so it's like next time I fall in love but you have to say words it's kind of like if you can do Stitch from Lilo and Stitch oh hi I'm and then you just bring it down so take it like this and then bring it down, then you can say Mr. Potter. And you've got Snape. Same. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to end on that because I'm not going to get any better than that. Let's just be honest. Hey, congratulations, Kev. You win my respect for Yay. 25 points. Stu was hot and ahead there for a moment, the, she said. and then everybody came back except for Noah Body, yeah. Happy birthday, Noah Body! as everybody, uh, as this is being released as it well. It's already past your birthday. Yes, we went 18th. Birthday. So he is now officially legal. So now now your dad's allowed to punch you. It is no longer a (laughs) fellow. It is now a misdemeanor. It's been fun, folks. (laughs) Stay away from Stewie the rest of my life. Uh, Guys, until next time when you come back and are excited because we get to talk to you again, remember to always stay stay awesome. awesome. Uh, Stop. (laughs) He don't. That's the best I can do. (sighs) Show's over. Show's over. Go home.
0: Bye. Go. Get lost. Get out of (laughs) here. Go. Piss off. Just love me.